Hey, what's going on, GMGs? It's your boy Trek, and this is Trek and Cryptos to Connect, the Everyday People segment. And for this episode, I have the opportunity of talking with Dr. Richard Moloch. And, you know, he brings up what he feels this technology can do for the future generations, the generations um, that are around him right now in present day as far as future employment. Um, heads up, I do want to apologize for the sound quality because he was outside and um, I had X amount of stuff going on on my side. You do get the gist of the conversation in regards to what we're talking about with blockchain technology, um, cryptocurrencies, how he got into the space, and you know what he's looking to do going forward. All right, GNGs, enjoy. Hey, what's going on, GNGs? Here we are again for another Trek and Cryptos to Connect. I am Trek. And today I have the pleasure of speaking to um, somebody that I met at one of the first um, panels I put together at Bowie State uh, yes. here in Maryland. And this is Richard Moloch. And he brought up some really good points at the uh, panel, even though he wasn't on the panel itself, he was just an audience member. He traveled pretty far to come out to watch and engage, and he made some pretty good points. And I had to bring this brother on because, yes. like I said, he made some pretty good points about what he was noticing in the space and how he's trying to help rectify that as far as getting the word out about cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology. So if you could just give us a little intro on you and like, how did you? get that aha moment and said, all right, I'm going to start messing with this thing. All right. Well, my name is, uh, again, like Trek said, we met at a uh, meetup in um, Bowie. My name is Dr. Richard Pola. I have a doctor's degree in uh, pharmacy and uh, I'm from the Eastern shore of uh, Maryland. And um, just in case some of you guys might not be aware where that is, it's like 60 minutes away from, um, Ocean City, Maryland. Ocean City. That's where I yeah. reside at. But, uh, but what got me into cryptos, I'd say back in 2011, 2012, I was looking for investments to uh, get myself involved in. And uh, I was investing in stocks and I was doing this while I was at work, trying to figure out ways to set myself up where I don't have to work for the rest of my life. And uh, I came across Bitcoin. I read this article and it fascinated me. And I was like, man, this sounds like something very promising. And at the time it was like $3, $4 um, per uh, coin. And I said, well, I can buy 200 of these and just sit on them. And I remember going to the Coinbase account and I said, and I started feeling a little uneasy. And at that time where I was feeling uneasy, I was like, ah, let me look up Coinbase and find out what uh, Coinbase has in their reviews. And when I looked at the reviews, they were saying a lot of negative stuff. And so I did not buy any Bitcoin at that time. Man. <laughs> yes, yes. I think at the time Coinbase only had like, I think they might've had 2 million people on there at the time that was using Coinbase, it was like, the number was real, real low. And mm. I was like, oh man, you know, I, I don't know about this. So I was, I was on the verge of doing it and I backed out. And so then like a couple of years later, 
two or three years later, I remember this article said the rise and the fall of Bitcoin. I was kind of disappointed when I saw that. I mean, I, I was trying to get a chance to read through it and I was like, man, Bitcoin fell, really? So I kind of, you know, let that time go forward and didn't look into it anymore until last year before it went crazy. <laughs> and uh, as uh, I listen to YouTube a lot and I, uh, there was a guy that, I listened to quite frequently and he mentioned about Bitcoin and how it can allow people to be be their own sovereign people and have freedom. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm hearing Tim talking about it. So let me find, investigate the price of this, this currency here. What's going on here? And when I saw the price, I was like, okay, it got my attention. And then I had, a, I realized I had a, a huge learning gap from pharmacy because my background is in pharmacy into something that's completely different into uh, in a technology that involves crypto, uh, you know, crypto technology, uh, the blockchain. I did not have a clue what any of that stuff was back at this time last year, even. So what I decided to do, I decided to inundate myself and just listen to any video that I could until I could find out the people that was telling the truth, which took, about a couple of months because there were some people that was posing as experts when in fact they weren't experts because everyone sounds smart when the market is high. Yep. So, you know, I had to weed out those people and you know, some people were saying some stuff to buy this coin and buy that coin. And I knew some of that stuff wasn't real. So, you know, as a result, you know, I'm, I'm here at this point now with what I learned trying to, uh, get people on board with this uh, revolution that's going to come. It's something that's going to be positive, something that's going to be helpful, and not just financial, not just the financial aspect, but also the healthcare aspect. And you know, that's something that very much has a lot of interest in my in my eyes. So, you know, that's what got me into uh, crypto. You know, so long story short, in a sense. Okay, I, I got you. I got you. I understand. Like, if one of the things I, I tell people um, when they're when they're coming in or if they're interested, I give them I give them a reference where it's like, hey, look at this person, and you know, see what they're saying, and then give them another source and be like, now compare it with this person, mm -hmm. and you kind of work with it from there. Like, I think in general the cross-referencing skill, and I'm say skill, people yeah. need to really work that skill of how to take in the information and then cross-reference it from different points. And then you see where the things connect and where mm -hmm. those things connect, that's what you want right there. Yes. That, that's something like I've always looked at in regards to how to figure out how to learn stuff or how to you know deal with a, a problem and come up with a solution for it. If you can't do the cross-referencing part, or at least be able to say, I looked at this person who was considered an expert, and I looked at this person who's arguing against it, and and considered an expert in their own right, then you know you easily kind of follow the crowd somewhat, and then you easily kind of get left out. Um, yes. Where when the unexpected happens, you don't know what to do. Because like you said, like everybody's a genius when shit is hot. Yeah, it is. They are. They are. And it was very they were very compelling, uh, making their points. Yeah. And 
you know, the, the hardest thing was finding out who were the leaders in this industry. And then also, you know, where to, when you listen to certain people, certain people just resonate with you. And I guess having that radar in a sense, knowing that, all right, he's, this guy knows what he's talking about. I need to listen to this guy. And, you know, like one of the people that I, um, that I came across, I remember when I first heard him was um, Ivan on tech, not trying to promote anybody, but mm-hmm. you know, I was like, man, this guy here, you know, like Ivan on tech, you know, who, who is this guy? So I started listening to him and I'm like, man, this guy sounds like, you know what he's talking about, even though I don't have a background in computer science and things of that sort, but come find out he's one of the, the people that really knows his stuff. And I listen to him, he, you know, he, all the time because I want to understand the technical aspect because I may, I'm actually looking at building something in the future in the space. And, you know, I want to be able to at least have an understanding versus just having people working and doing the, the, uh, the tech and not, not have any experience in it. So. So on the end of, who you listen to and how you come across people, YouTube and the Google University universe is (laughs) bar none. I know a lot of Google University graduates, yo. (laughs) I am one of them. I am too. (laughs) I mean, at the end of the day though, like the information is there. Yes. As you could, you know, source through it and then start to figure out what the consistencies are and the points being made, and then you start to be able to understand enough and you start to reason things out on your own, you will get there. This is the thing that I be saying, GNGs, like the information is there. Don't necessarily take everything I say as the gospel. Andreas mm-hmm. Antonopoulos said the same thing. Don't take yep. everything he says as the gospel. Read, yes. cross, ask questions. If you don't do that part right there, you can get left out. You can get scammed. You can get hoodwinked. Like, yes, that's the whole part of the do your own due diligence. Like, that's yes. what it is. And yes. but what I've what I've noted is that um, the 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 I, I don't know if to say nature of people, but. I will say that depending on what environment you're in, mm-hmm. people don't want to have to do X amount of work. Like, I don't want to have to know what the actual code is and how mm-hmm. the, um, the Bluetooth, you know, works and the different integrations of the technology and protocols behind it for my phone to connect with my speaker. Personally speaking, those are the things that I'm interested in. That's me yes. because I'm a techie person. But that's yes. not everybody. That's not yeah. how mass adoption happens. And this yeah. is the part of what, I be, what I'm telling people of why I started this Trek and Cryptos to Connect is that it's taking people from different spaces, different parts of industries, um, people from the top side of it as far as business and regulators, people at the bottom or the ground level of it as far as like, all right, let me test this thing out, see what it does. Does it make sense? Is it practical? Does it work for what I need it to do? If not, then no, I don't need this. And I don't think, you know, I'm, I'm not going to recommend it to other people and this isn't going to make it. Or it might be that it just might be a little too early for you to put something like that out. Yes. Yes. You know? and, yep. And I agree uh, with what you're saying there about the, the aspect of knowing how the Bluetooth works. And certain people want that technical aspect. 
And, um, you know, for me, one of the most challenging things because of the area that I live in, you know, a lot of the people in the area used to depend on manufacturing. And, you know, my philosophy is that, you know, the, this, uh, the setup is in a way where the people are trained to work in a manufacturing facility in a sense. They're not trained to learn technical stuff. So, mm-hmm. or, or, to, or the students to learn that. So then you have a brain drain in the area resulting in lack of innovation, lack of uh, development. And so that, you know, like where I'm from, they scrambling, trying to figure out, all right, how do we get these students that's coming out of high school a job? Well, one of the things is with this technology, why not involve or implement something in your, in your tech schools or in the school system to begin to bring about innovations in the technology versus just ignoring it or have a lack of concern or see it as a novelty. It's not I'm going to throw you one better, bro. Stop <laughs> training the next generations to do a process. A process yes. does not make creative thinking or innovation. A process is just a follow A, B, and C, one, two, three. And then when things happen that are outside of that little paradigm, Mm-hmm. People don't know how to fucking function. Like, sorry to say it that way, but like that's definitely something <laughs> I've noted. If and I see it on the military side, when you talk to the younger soldiers, if they can't do something electronically, they have no <laughs> idea how to function. Like, and it's crazy because it's like, yo, what would you do if you didn't have your smartphone right now? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's what you're going to go do. Like, that's why we got that library over there of TMs. And (laughs) it's not just a military thing. I see it in other things, man. Like, I even see it with, like, you know, going on with my kids and how they process stuff. And it's just like, okay, I get there's a generational thing going on. But I also say being able to cross-reference and understand that life and and problem solving is more than just um, doing the process or following the process because there are things that happen outside of the process. Mm-hmm. If you don't yes. get that, man, you you went yeah. for a hurt. Like yes, no matter you what. You do. Yes, you but, are. All right, GMGs, it's that time where we got to talk about the sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by TrekSmart Consulting, where they take cryptos and blockchain technology and put content into context. Case in point, do you understand what the difference is between a altcoin and a Bitcoin? Or why is it that every coin that came after Bitcoin is called an altcoin? For most people, the history doesn't really matter to have that distinction, but for those of you who are curious about it, if you don't, um, maybe you should reach out to TrekSmartConsulting.com, have a 30-minute conversation, and get a little bit of education on what that historical difference is, and hopefully that'll help you to better understand how you can move forward in the space, and as well as engage in um, acquiring the different tokens and coins that are out there in the space right now. So, GNGs, um, enough of that. Let's get back to the conversation with Dr. Richard Moore.
I wanted to bring up what you were saying before, and this was the point you brought up too while um, at the at the Bowie State panel discussion. The the whole thing about location and like you know whether you're out in like the suburbs suburbs the the mm-hmm. Way County or the countryside like where well, so I'm at. In example <laughs> of like you are the the industry was what made the the livelihood for people, but now that the industry has died off and you were and you were funneling people from school into that industry that was a simple manufacturing process. Yep you have to redefine what is your industry going to be for your region and this is what we what we're talking about with blockchain not just being about bitcoin and financing there's other areas that it can be implemented in or other areas that we can think about to try to figure out how do we re-innovate either a dying industry or start a new industry yes yes and to me you know one of the the challenging things, like for example, right now, and where I where I'm from, they're looking at building a uh, they're looking at building a a wastewater not wastewater a waste treatment plant that will create all this waste and create all this environmental potential damage in the area versus looking at something digital that can en- enhance the children that are coming out because. A lot of the children, I mean, you hear about this heroin and opium epidemic right now. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, so, yeah. like, in these rural areas like that, it's a big it's a big problem. So, if there's no hope and you don't have no, there's nothing around for you to do, the next thing some of these these uh, children are doing, they're jumping on and saying, well, let me go ahead and get this, this heroin. Let me, go ahead, let me go ahead and get hired up to get, my, get myself off of uh, thinking about how to get some money. You know, I'd rather what, just go ahead and be high and be somewhere else. The um, I, what is, I don't mind is the devil's playground. Yes, 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 and that's and that's what's yeah. happening. And like uh, you know, when I when I see things like that, it frustrates me because I see it, <laughs> and you know you can see it, but then you, you have people that's been stuck here, and with a certain mindset. They mm-hmm. cannot see outside of that box. And only thing that stays in boxes are dead things. And so, you know, you have to start thinking outside the box. And, you know, these people, like some of these people, I can't say all of them, you know, That's true. that I've contacted with, they say, oh, yeah, you know, you know don't uh, fool around with the school system. It takes a long time for them to do stuff, which is true. But the, the same individuals that I've reached out to that I know they have influence. You know, they have not been very uh, motivated to do anything. So it's almost bringing me to the point where I almost have to do something myself to where I can get some activity going because, you know, sometimes I remember reading a quote like, you know, depending on other people's hands, you know, you can get in trouble. But depending on your own hands, at least you know the work is going to get done. So, Mm -hmm. like, for me, that's where I feel like, I may need to go, but for me, as in the technical aspect and learning all these things, I mean, like, I I actually even started doing mining. (laughs) I actually had, I went ahead and learned how to do mining so that I could learn more of the technical aspect of how this whole cryptocurrency uh, ecosystem works. And 
you know, for, for myself, I wanted to be able to prove to the people in this area that, hey, listen, you have to think and do things differently. That way these, these up and coming uh, children will have something to hope for and then they can build something that we all can use and, and benefit from. Uh, hey, I, I throw this idea out there for you because this is one of the things I've been looking at uh, regarding the the Lightning Network. <clears throat> oh. So there's a, I forgot the guy's name. It's like Nico, Nicholas or the, the, Nicholas, I think it is Nicholas something. I can't remember his name. But he came up with um, a, a spinoff version or a fourth version of what PayPi does. No, not PayPal. Um, damn it. BitPay as the okay. crypto processing solution. So his thing was, well, here's an open source soft, open source software. If you have something like a Raspberry Pi and you can pay like you know X amount for the data storage back end, maybe twenty dollars, thirty dollars, depending on what service you go with. But nonetheless, you can start running lightning networks in your area right and if the whole idea about making this mesh network and having everything connected as far as being able to add the lightning network in and making transaction times faster which then scales the number of transactions i think that 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 in the how am i saying this the money part is kind of a side part of it my point is yeah. that is that you can easily teach kids to do the basic programming they need to set up yes. um, the the nodes. And then once they get that little taste of like, wait, so I was able to do this. And then when you start looking at the, the, the traffic as it's coming through for, for, you know, the transactions and seeing how that whole thing is working out, it's like, yeah. oh, okay. So now I'm creating something that's bigger than me and I learned a skill on it. And yes. If I network enough of this right, I can get paid from this. The dude yes. literally said, I'm making this an open source thing. It's called um, BTC Pay Server. All right, BTC I'm Pay Server. Yeah, I'm literally making this so that, you know, people can, one, help expand the Lightning Network, and then, two, you can set this up as a business and make money from it, where you basically just go out to the merchants that are local in your area and be like, hey, I'll host um, your crypto payments um, processing solution for you, and I'll do the maintenance on the network for you. So, like, you know, when we have forks and software updates and all of that stuff, yes. that person will take care of it. Or you can just pay, I think there's somebody on the back end or on his side that you could just pay the service through them. Or you can host it on your own and, like, do the whole, mm -hmm. I have a server and everything. Like, this technology is here. Is it perfect? Yes not saying that at all but yeah. you're giving the introduction of a skill set that yes. is going to be something that matters going forward yes like how i'm looking at this thing yes and i mean that that's what you know that's what i'm i see going forward 10 years from now because you know we i mean you and i understand that you know the jobs that are in place now the people that work like they work right now those those positions are stuff not going to be in place, and even even my profession as a pharmacist, I mean, mm. I'd be naive to sit up and think that I'm going to be able to do what I'm doing now for the next ten or twenty years. With this technology, it's going to change 
all of that. So I have to understand to adapt. A lot of my, my colleagues that I work with, they don't understand that. They're like, oh, well, I'm just going to keep working like I've been working, not realizing that <laughs> 10 to 20 years down the road, they might not have a job and they're going to be angry because they and wasn't the, able the to adapt. The automation, that automation move is real. I think yes. that, um, I think one of the biggest, most recent hoax that we had about automation was that whole getting blue collar workers or more so fast food level workers to get <laughs> a higher minimum wage. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you look at what was going on on the back end of it, those like tech manufacturers and stuff like that and those software designer folks on the back end, those vendors, they was like, oh, great. <laughs> You're going to pay more money? You know what that means? You're going to downsize your overall payroll. Yeah, you want to pay more people. You want to pay people a higher amount? Okay, cool. But the company knows at the end of the day, I have to pay 10 people a higher amount or do I pay 30 people a higher amount? Okay, we'll yeah. give you a higher wage, but we're going to scale down to 10 and we're going to yes. automate every kind of this stuff. Yes. That's it. Yep. And, 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 yeah, and I agree with you on that because like even when you go into the Walmarts, you got the self-checkouts. And now if people don't, like those people don't realize that after a while, there will not be a cashier. You know, yes. it's not a need for that. You know, you, you can just swipe or not even, my, the way I look at it, you can just, if you have Bitcoin, you just put your uh, wallet up there and do it through the, uh, through the, uh, the keypad and, and then you can uh can you hear uh, me make your purchases oh oh man okay I'm <laughs> all right uh, I, know, I know you got another one coming behind you busy you're a busy man <laughs> bro i totally forgot i got caught up with talking with you hey you you're good, man <laughs> the conversations just be going bro like i'm uh, yeah and this is yeah. what they what I really like about having these conversations with people, they might not be in person face to face, but like, I still like having the video part on because this part works for it. Um, yes. So what I want to say, all right, last thing, and then we'll close out. What no is a, a crypto based product or service that you use that you would tell people about? Uh, that's easy. I use it right now. And I tell even older people to uh, do it. I use the uh, the basic attention um, token, and I use the the brave um, the okay, brave okay. the brave browser. Brave. So I don't actually use the token per se. I just use the browser. And mm -hmm. um, right now, I just accumulate uh, the coins on that um, browser. And so, like, okay. it's the reason why I like it is because one, you know, you don't get as much ads. Like I love going to yeah. YouTube and not seeing ads on my on my videos. It blocks the yeah. YouTube videos, weather channel videos. I mean, you can go anywhere with that browser and it, it blocks everything. So I love Indeed. that. Okay. So, so yeah. Um, where was I going just now? Definitely on that one. I'm a heavy on the brave browser myself. <laughs> I want to say thanks for coming on. I really appreciate. I really enjoyed the combo. We definitely got to talk some more, bro, because I got a couple of other ideas on things that I'm trying to do out this way in the city, and we could definitely catch up on that. Yes. So 
Um, I will definitely um, link up with you about that part. But can you put out some uh, contact information for people who want to catch up with you and try to build and try to see or if they can help you and what you're trying to do for your area? Yes. Um, right now, the best way to uh, reach me is on uh, LinkedIn. And um, just search my name, Richard Moloch. I'm the only one that I'm aware of. Uh, so you know, that's the best way. I don't. Um, I have Facebook as well, but I I tend not to use that. Or um, we're or, in the uh, same boat. Yeah, I just I just try to say, all right, I'm just I can focus my attention more so on the LinkedIn, and uh, eventually I, you know, I, I will do Twitter and and um, I may end up doing a different Facebook page, but you know, right now LinkedIn is the best way to get me. So gotcha. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. So, hey, uh, G&G's, this was another episode of Trekking Cryptos to Connect. I appreciate you coming in to listen. And hopefully you learned something. Hopefully you got an idea of inspiration about what you can do local to your area to help uh, people understand what cryptos is, what blockchain is, and get this knowledge about the technology out there. And, yeah, that's it, y'all. Have a good one. All right. No doubt. All right, GNGs, there you have it. That was the conversation with Dr. Richard Muller. And like I said, man, he's looking at it as a real ground level, real practical. Like, what are we doing to help these kids get jobs when they get out of school? Like, what are they doing not just learning the process or how to work a manufacturing job? Because we all know the tech is in the manufacturing jobs for automation and stuff. Um, and we're trying to give them a brighter or better option of future um, opportunities, right? And so, GNG, I hope that, you know, something you heard here inspired you, something you heard here got you motivated, something you heard here clicked and said, you know what, this crypto blockchain thing makes sense. I need to get in on it. Um, and if you got any questions, reach out. You can find me on Twitter uh, at Smart Trekking. You can find me on IG at um, Trekking Cryptos to Connect. Um, also, you know, call to action. It is what it is, y'all. You got to like, share, tweet, thumbs up, heart, post, retweet, repost, leave a comment, share a comment, um, ask a question, leave a negative comment. Hey, as long as you're doing something that, um, you know, help gets this word out about this podcast, I appreciate if you're a returning listener, thank you for coming back. If this is your first time, I hope you enjoyed it and I really hope you come back. Um, also I gotta put it out this is the everyday people segment and you know um, this is about talking with everyday people who are in this space who are trying to you know do what they do as far as helping educate and empower other people and just like doing what they do within the space as it relates to crypto and blockchain so if you know anybody else who's out there who's interested in sharing their story you know reach out make a recommendation I'm definitely all for that and um, I'm definitely looking to get more stories like I don't know how many stories I'm gonna make within a year but I'm definitely trying to be up in the hundreds like and sharing people's stories because that's this whole thing tracking for those to connect everyday people segment and the idea is to get out there and share and let people know you don't got to be an egghead you don't got to be a money bag you don't got to be you know somebody with um, letters in front of your name or behind your name this whole blockchain cryptos thing is for everybody, y'all. All right, GMGs, until the next one. One.